turning weakness into strength on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by ConvertKit. To find out how ConvertKit can help you grow your business, save money, and increase your relationship with your email list, head over to servenomaster.com backslash ConvertKit right now. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. As a marketer, as a leader, as a guru, it's very hard to be public about my failures or weaknesses. There's this idea and most gurus and most marketers subscribe to this that you should never show any weakness, that you should never admit that you've ever had a hard day, that you have to seem like you've always been perfect. And it's just not something that I subscribe to anymore because it, for me, when I try and follow someone and they're like that, I find them very unrelatable because I know it's not true. The more people that I meet, the more people I spend time with, the more I find out that every business has ups and downs. Even some of the biggest products going have had bad years and bad days and ups and downs, and that's reality. So today what I really want to dig into is turning weaknesses into strengths, taking those bad days and turn them into something great. I know we've had a couple of similar topics recently, but today, rather than being philosophical, it's going to be very practical. So one of my greatest weaknesses is copywriting. And for a long time, my inability to write copy defined my business, and there's a couple of reasons this happened. When I was uh, learning networking, when I was learning how to socialize, when I was learning how to become popular and apply that to men and women and start to make friends and learn how that system worked, and this is something I cover in great detail in Networking Empire, I talk about my entire journey. But as I was learning this process, I got very good at speaking in a way that communicates strong, in a way that's like sales. When you're talking to a person, you're selling yourself as a product. So the ability to make friends is really the ability to do face-to-face, person-to-person verbal sales. And it's very hard for me to then take that same ability and translate it into copywriting, which is written. Writing down something is very different for me than speaking it. I can speak copy, I can chat copy pretty well over the phone, and this is why I've always been able to talk to someone else doing copy and kind of help them, but I've never been able to do anything myself. And this was a great weakness, and it affected my business dramatically when I wrote my very first big product, when I wrote Girl Gets Ring. The publisher said, this book is amazing, but who wrote these chapter titles? How can you be so good at content, but your chapter titles are terrible? And that's the beginning of my journey. And so for a long time, I always hired copywriters. I worked with outside copywriters. I paid a copywriter as much as $10,000. I paid a copywriter $10,000 to write the sales video for a product and the video completely failed. It tanked. The offer did horribly. And when I went back to that copywriter and said, look, you gotta help me redo this. We gotta make some changes. We gotta make this work. He's like, nope, see ya. And that's when I realized that it's something that I had to take control of in my own life. Now, most of my partnerships are defined by me working with people that are better copywriters than me. So for a long time, as a product creator, I focused on that because that's my great strength. Writing products is so easy for me. This is why I have so many products constantly developed. This is why it's so easy for me to get product creation clients because it's just like breathing for me. Right now, I have a book half finished. I have a video course half done. I have my next video course already 30% done. The slides are already done. I'm just tweaking the message a little bit and adding some images to the slides before I record, but I've already recorded half of the product before that, so I have things in development. The product behind that is already in the outlining phase. So creating products for me is so easy, and that's why it's always been tempting for me to go, you know what, I'll just find someone else to do the copywriting. 
and I've done that for a long time. I've partnered with people that have been in the copywriting, but I just I realized I had to when I spent this huge amount of money, it didn't work, and then the copywriter basically said, "See ya." I learned my lesson. I said, "You know, I can't." Take loss like that again. I can't take a kick like that between the sticks ever again. I have to do something. And for three years, I've been really working to turn things around. And there's a couple of key steps in the process for wherever your weakness is learning it. The first is to find a system that you can follow. Find a path that if you follow it, it will work. Basically, path plus effort equals success. So you have to start with a good path. And there are plenty of good paths and plenty of bad paths. So it starts with finding a good path, and I've actually been through several copywriting paths, and there's a reason that I have, and I created this entirely just to give away an entire system that's free. There's several podcasts talking about how to learn copywriting for free because these are some things I did, because I found that high-ticket courses don't really help as much as you think they would. All those high-ticket courses that make those big promises, they only work if you're already an okay or better copywriter. They can take an average copywriter and accelerate them, but if you don't have the ability at all, if you start where I did at solid zero, it's very difficult. One of the challenges I faced, and I've actually worked with multiple mentors trying to find the right mentor and all these different things for a long time, is that copywriters are weird. Now they'll all hate that I've said it, but I've never met in my entire life, and I've met a lot of copywriters. I've never met one who wasn't weird, and there's a reason for that. Their ability to communicate is through words, so they're very good at written communication, but they're not very good at speaking communication because they've developed a different communicative skill. Which makes sense because when I was good at speaking, I wasn't as good at writing. So as you find this path, as you find something you want to follow, whether it's copywriting or anything else, whether you find a system, you then have to just put in the effort and realize that it might take a long time to get good. So my desire to get good at copy has been there for three years. For the last year and a half, I've really been putting time into it. Part of it is spending an hour or two every day going through exercises. One of the biggest exercises I tell you about all the time is to find great copywriting and copy it by hand. I also read a lot of books on sales. I study a lot of these things. I watch training videos, and now I'm at a point where I'm starting to write almost all of my own copy. In fact, if you take a look at the Networking Empire video, I recorded that video in an entire take totally by myself. I then wrote the rest of the page. There's a text version that's even more. You know, more it's even better written, more well written, more eloquent. And if you take a look at that page, the full text page, I also wrote that myself with just a little bit of feedback from two of the copywriters that I'm still have in my life. One of the challenges, okay, is that when you find mentors, it's sometimes it's really tough, especially in copywriting. And some there are some of the mentors you work with will be very abrasive. One of the guys I spent the most time, I learned a lot of my copywriting from, has a very abrasive personality. And every time I talk to him, I kind of regret it. Because I always end up feeling bad, and it's like, ugh. And he's one of those people、uh, that teaches in a way that I hate. Rather than there's two types of teachers. There's teachers who think they're Aristotle. So every time、uh, you want to know how to do something right, they'll just ask you questions until you guess the right answer, and that fills me with a deep-seated rage. I don't do that in my coaching program for a very specific reason. I hate people that do that. It's like. I just want to know the right answer so I can then use that information and grow. I don't. Need, I'm not trying to learn philosophy. Okay, I don't need you to ask me 500 questions so I can then discover enlightenment. But most copywriters they teach in this way. They, you know, they think they're teaching you how to fish, and that's their methodology. Their methodology is to really make you struggle, and maybe part of it helps, right? Making you have to keep guessing. But it's very, very hard when you have to guess ten or fifteen times in a row. They go, no, wrong. Guess again. No, wrong. Guess again. And so you're going to hit these different barriers. And in every field, right? When you find a mentor, when you find a guide, there are going to be things about them that you might find frustrating. What you have to do is power through that. Go. I realize that I'm sacrificing or spending time with a person or putting up with 
this personality because I can see what's on the other side. And having done that, I'm now the person that's getting offered five and $10,000 copywriting gigs. I'm on the other side of the wall now. I've become the very person that I used to have to hire. And it's been a long and arduous journey because I'm already very good at other things, so I don't have eight hours a day to spend learning copywriting. I wish I did. But every time you see a weakness in your business, you start off finding someone else to fill in that gap. While you're doing that, you want to begin to learn that. And a big part of this business is templates. I don't care what anyone tells you. 99% of online marketing is about finding a template and then filling it out. Whether you're making a squeeze page, whether you're designing a product, anything you're doing, there's a formula for it. Facebook advertising, there's a formula. There really is, it's about 90 to 95% science and 5% art and creativity. That's why I'm able to teach you my systems and replicate them because they're replicatable. So for copywriting, for example, I have a template which just has a series of sections. I do them in order. And there's several ways to develop your template. For very extensive templates, you can simply find a very good version of what you want to do, a very good sales video, and then write down the order in which they do things and then write your own version that just follows that structure. The order is very important with copywriting and with a lot of other things. You know, if you put the last chapter of a book at the beginning, it'll be weird. When you're finding these areas where you're struggling, and for many people I know, it's technology. I can tell you that anytime you have to pay someone to do something you don't know how to do, you'll pay a lot. You'll pay anywhere from three to a hundred times what it's worth. I much met someone who paid designers $25,000 to design a squeeze page, which should only cost 500 if you're getting all the graphics done by hand brand new. He was paying 50 times more than what was normal, but he was happy with it because he had so much money that he could put very expensive products through his pages and it didn't matter, he would make his money back. But when you don't know how hard it is to do something, we don't understand the process, and this is why I've overpaid for copy in the past, you can really get kicked in the teeth. When you're paying someone to help you design a website, you'll really get overcharged. I see people all the time that say, oh, you know, for 50 or $100, I'll install a WordPress website for you. It's a 30-second job. They're only charging you for knowledge, not for doing anything. And this happens in any field. This happens all the time. Sometimes people pay me a lot of money for jobs that don't take me a lot of time because of the amount of time it saves them. So this is part of your decision-making calculus. Now, if you're only ever going to build one website and you're only going to ever set it up once, you don't need to learn the skill, right? Because it's not something you're going to repeat over and over again. When you're deciding if it's a weakness you need to replace, say, am I going to have to do this over and over and over again? If you're only going to ever have one website, then it might make sense when looking at the use of your time to simply focus on a different skill because you're only doing it once. I've built over 100 websites. I've had lots and lots of projects. So for me, developing that skill was very critical. As you're choosing your path and as you're looking at the areas where you struggle, always think about, is this a skill I'll use multiple times and will it increase my revenue, my profits if I learn this? Businesses in our field, in the internet marketing or in the digital field, are really driven by three factors. Creation of product, sales message, and traffic. Those are the three things that are more important than anything else. Very easy to get caught up in other things that don't matter as much. And we can get distracted and this is why we want to always, always assess, hey, am I doing something that makes sense and it's going to make me more money? Right now, I have two main things I'm working on. I'm finishing Networking Empire. The sales page is about 90% done. I'm really excited about it. It's probably the best sales message I've ever written. But I'm also trying to finish 20K in a day now. The price difference between them is almost 100-fold. There's a huge price difference. One is a book I'll sell on Amazon. And one is a course that teaches people some of my most advanced tactics and how to make really big money, how to get hired if you're looking for a new job. I was just talking to one of my tribe members, one of the people that gets early access to products, and she was checking out the sales message, and she pointed out some big flaws. I had to change. One of the th big issues I ran into was the box cover I'd created. I was so proud of it, 
and she really didn't like it. And it was the second person that said something to me. And two women, the only two women who'd seen it, the first two people who saw it, uh, both said, oh, I really don't like that picture. I don't get it. A part of me was like, oh, man, because it's definitely the best box cover I've ever made. It looked really cool. It looked amazing. And I learned this new lighting effect last week in Affinity Photo. I was excited to use this new lighting effect. And it looks amazing. It looked like these two guys were fighting in the spotlight. And it's about networking. And I was like, see, it's a, metaf it's, it's a metaphor for winning at marketing, winning at networking, forming relationships and forcing people to do business with you. And I thought it looked so cool, but of course it only appeals to guys in their 20s. This is why you have to have your tribe to kind of check your work to make sure you're not going too far down a path. And I, I had to go, okay, I'm wrong, so I gotta redo it. And that's what I did. I went and I redid the cover, and now it's something that's much more appealing and has a better message. And it has this better message that's more connected with the audience. So I was talking to uh, this lady who gives me really good feedback, and we were talking about how you can use networking to grow your business, how you can be very effective with it. And uh, she wants to be a screenwriter. And I was like, here's a three-step process you can use to find people to do screenwriting with, find people, and, you know, and basically get into the social circle, become friends with serious directors and producers. And I have a friend who actually applied this very simple principle. And I said, here's your three-step process. Find where the people you want to interact with hang out. And in this case, I recommended a very specific bar in Los Angeles that I happen to know would be perfect. Number two, go there when the place is empty. Become friends with the staff. Become friends with the people who work there. And develop a relationship. Number three, go there when it's crowded. And those staff people who like you will then introduce you and bring into your life the people you want to do business with. This is a one, two, three-step process. And of course, I cover a lot more detail with her, and I have a lot more detail on the page, on the Network Empire page where I talk about it, and the course is very, very detailed. So this course, because it can help you very quickly get a new job, develop a powerful relationship, become the director, or become a writer for serious Hollywood movies, it applies in some very powerful ways, and I've used it in different areas of my life to make some amazing things happen, it's a more expensive course. So when I'm deciding what to spend time on, well, I have to choose what's the best ROI, what's the best return on investment. Even though I'm really excited about 20K in a day, and I love writing in that book, I have to constantly balance the different things I'm working on. And so when you're deciding to circle back, when you're deciding whether to work on learning how to build websites or learning how to build products or learning how to do advertising, all these different areas, you want to look at a combination of desire, but even more important, a larger factor needs to be profitability. Learning copywriting is great, but it might take six months or a year before you start making good money from it. If you really stick with it and you put in three hours a day, you'll be making $10,000 a month within 12 months, definitely. Copywriting is that simple. It's a very simple art to learn. You just have to put in the time. And I cover extensively in all my free materials how to do it. You don't even have to buy my copywriting course. You can just do it for free and start making real money. But you need something sometimes that can make you money this month which is why I teach about article writing, which is why I teach about blog writing, which is why I have a new blog post where I cover all the different places where you can get paid to write and exactly what their pay scales are. I know people that only write for the worst of the content mills and they're getting paid like two, two cents a word or even less when there are places that will pay you 12 or 14 for the exact same article. Sometimes it's ignorance that keeps us from making the money we deserve. It limits us and it's really because we get caught up in a cycle. We get caught up doing the wrong thing because it's what we're used to or because it's what we want to do. Sometimes we'll keep working with the same place over and over again because we are nervous about change, even though we know somewhere else would pay us way more money. It's a journey to build an online business. It's a journey to build any type of business on your own. And you're going to hit those moments where you really struggle with things. And when you're deciding how to deal with 
these issues, you have to decide what's most important, what's most profitable, and what's critical. Certain things you can push to the side. I have a bookkeeper that handles all of my numbers for me. She really helps me keep track of things and has helped me a lot with controlling my ins and outs to make sure that I stop paying for things that I don't need, that I control overspending. There's a lot of areas where I've struggled in the past. I've always been bad at bookkeeping. I still hate bookkeeping. I'll never stop hating it, but I've learned a bit about it and I brought in someone to fill in the gap for me. And these are the things that we have to do in order to grow our businesses. In order to be successful, we have to look at each area and go, is there something where I can get someone else to do it and that's fine forever because it's not too expensive? Number two, is it an area that I have to learn? And if it is, then you look at A and B. Is it something I have to learn quickly or slowly? Will it help me make money really fast or is it just a long-term necessity? Looking at these factors, looking at these issues will help you to make a plan. And number three, in our three-step process is, can I find the right software template or tools to help this be easier for me? If you're struggling with your bookkeeping, then you gotta use FreshBooks, right? I'm a big FreshBooks fan. It makes it really easy. It's a lot easier. I know there's some new software coming out, these predictive algorithms that are really designed around the 1099 economy. And I don't really think that that's what I teach you to be part of. I know it's, you'll get some 1099s, but it's not your full-time, the full-time thing where I'm trying to teach you. I really want you to have more control of your destiny. But part of it is you are gonna have some 1099s along the way. So there are programs that are really built around that. And they're coming out over the next few years. They're, you know, machine learning, AI learning, all that stuff. We're trying to just know where everything's going. So there's different tools to help you with your finances. And so you look at that and go, okay, is this tool gonna to cost more or less than what it saves me? If you're paying $100 a month for your bookkeeping software, but it's only saving you $80 a month, well, then you're losing 20. So look at those things and you want to look at, you know, how much time it saves you, how much effort and stress it saves you, how much money it saves you, all of these different things. And that's when you start to approach each aspect of your business through logic rather than emotion. Every day there are certain things that I want to do. They're the things that I'm most excited about, but they're not always the things that I need to be working on. And finding that balance is hard. I would love to tell you that I always work on the perfectly most efficient thing to work on every day but I probably don't. In fact, I mean, I know I don't, <laughs> not probably. I'm definitely sure that I make a lot of wrong decisions. Sometimes one thing is worth 10 points and one thing's worth eight and one thing's worth seven and sometimes I work on the seven. And sometimes it's because I'm really excited about it, but sometimes it's simply because I guessed wrong about the return on investment or how valuable it would be. These things are okay. This is part of the process. This is part of the learning process and realizing you're gonna have ups and downs and some days you're gonna make a mistake, that's okay. So when you're looking at your weaknesses, when you're looking at the areas of business that you really struggle with or find confusing or find overwhelming, just realize that you can turn them around. I went from one of the worst copywriters in the world to someone that people pay high five figures and more to do it. I've turned from someone who's desperate and been forced to hire other people to someone that people approach me and offer me very good numbers. In fact, I won't even take low ticket copywriting jobs at all anymore because I've really honed that skill. And I'm more and more excited because it's opened up a lot of opportunities for me. As you've seen, if you've been following my process for a while, I've been part of the Servant Master Tribe for a little while, I create a lot of products. I love creating products, I put a lot of time into it, a lot of effort into it, it's something that I'm always doing. And while I'm doing all of those things, while I'm always creating these new products, and it's very important to me, I've always been limited by my ability to write the sales letters as fast as I make the product. So I have all these products done that I haven't been able to sell, and I'm gonna get the message ready. But as I've developed the skill and improved and improved, now my business has become whole. Instead of constantly having to bring someone else in. Even if I hire a low market copywriter and wanna pay someone like 300 bucks to write a basic sales letter, that starts to add up. And it starts to be a limitation. I go, oh, do I wanna spend $300 today? Do I wanna spend $300 on someone, you know, on this, on this, on this? 
because it's, it's always more than that because first you spend $300 for the sales there and then you have to spend money on the upsell content, on the email content. You end up paying for more, 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 more and it starts costing $5,000, $2,000. It starts getting really, really expensive. And when you're first starting out, you just can't afford that. It's such a killer. And so learning the skill for me has really made a difference. And you might be in a position where for you, it's smart to hire someone to do the copy because you're so good at traffic. Your product is so good. You just need to fix that one little spot and you can just pour traffic through it. And that's okay. Getting to that point is really, really good. So the more you can master the three areas, traffic, sales, conversion message, and product creation, as you control these three areas, you can grow and build a really, really big business really fast. The better you get at communicating with your audience, the better you get at expressing yourself with your audience, the easier it is to build your business. Because it's about forming connection, trust, and messaging. And part of that comes from just talking back and forth with your audience. Find out what people want and give it to them. As you're building your business, remember these three core principles. And when you're looking at an area, you go, oh, this is an area of weakness, but you know what? I don't need to focus on it. What you can do, and I talked about this very, in a very previous episode, if copywriting is your big barrier, but you're very comfortable talking to people, switch and just do webinars. You can put together 10 or 20 slides, express your message, answer a lot of questions, and be very, very, very successful. There's always a way around it. So if it's an area that you really struggle with, the next option and the final option is to simply go around it. For a long time, I've sold the majority of my products via webinar. If you bought something from me, if you've been through one of my training courses, you've probably been on one of my webinars. That's been my main format of messaging because for me, webinars are very easy. Whereas writing copy, I find very difficult. As you build these new skills, as you look at your weaknesses, as you discover how to move forward, make these decisions and build your business and try as much as you can to look at it logically about time, how much time will take you to learn the skill versus how much time it will cost you to try and go another route, how much money you'll save versus how much money you can make, all these different things. We want to begin to really switch to the business mindset and look at the finances of things as we make decisions. Following this very simple process, you can turn your greatest weakness into your greatest strength. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. You've just listened to another amazing episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe and we'll be back tomorrow with another amazing episode.